You're listening to Not the Sermon with Eric and Jamie. What's up, everybody? What's going on, Sermonauts? Phoenix? We got Phoenix is a little bit closer to us. <laughs> we do. We need that. You do they that person. They can I, smell me today. I, I know. Actually, go back behind the soundboard. Thank you. Jamo, <laughs> uh, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. Still feeling that fresh new January vibe. So you know how I've been really sensitive about my weight recently? No. I got a little... Well, I have. <laughs> I've ha- I have a little pudge. The other day, I was, I was bending over to tie my shoe. And there was a little bit of gut going over the waistband. Okay. Hey, give it another 10 years. You're going to pull out your back when you <laughs> I, do that. I found out why. Okay. I found out why. So my wife, she doesn't shop for us much. And there's a reason why. It's because, I, and I love her, baby. And you're listening to this right now. And you know that I love you. And I'll never stop loving you. He's told me before he does love you. I do. But, and she knows this. And she's laughing right now with her teeth out. She knows that. <laughs> At, she, I will send her this, to the store for something. She comes out back with the not even the opposite of what i asked for just something completely different <laughs> like send her to the store for bread comes back with watermelon mm. like that kind of stuff you don't think those are related no oh. she's not allowed to order fast food for me and to her fault it's not always her <laughs> fault but I, if i ask for a double quarter pounder with cheese she'll bring me back a tuna subway footlong <laughs> um so anyways a couple years ago and this is back around to my my pudge a couple years ago Send her to the store for butter. Needed some butter. I I'm, I like to cook at our house, and I like to cook with butter. Um, send her why to do butter. you say it like that? Yeah, why you over enunciate it? Butter. Butter. Um, like Dr. Evil. And so, butter. Butter. Anyways, so I send her for butter. She comes back with a, a butter brand I'd never, cinder block. never heard of before. <laughs> no, 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 it was butter. I was like, <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, this will work. It looked like just some like sort of cheap, cheap off-brand butter. And so I, I cook with it. And I was like, this is this is pretty good, you know? And it was, how much was it? She was like, it was like $1.50. I'm like, there's no way. This butter's like five, $6. And so I just keep buying this butter brand because I'm like, why is no one? It says great for baking. And I'm like, this is awesome. It's people. It's Imperial brand. And some of the ladies, or if you're a cook, you know where this is going. I'm reading the box the other day. It is not butter, dude. It's <laughs> what is hard. It? It's vegetable oil, dog. Oh, yeah, it's a vegetable oil brick. Wow. And I've been eating it like butter for three years, <laughs> and now I have fat deposits behind my knees. That's that's basically all margarine is. Dude. Yeah, you got your trans fat for like years and for years. years. I'm going to start glowing. It's probably got lead <laughs> in it. That's awesome. So anyways, I just wanted to shout that out. But this, this uh, week, uh, listeners, you are in for a very special treat. Special. Uh, because we're going to be doing a music episode. Yeah. You guys love our music episodes, at least we think so. Um, and so we've decided to dedicate all of our segments today to talking about some music. Yeah. So, Jamie, let's get this started, man. Well, let's shoot a little Scubalon here. Listener, if you don't know, Scubalon is Greek for poop. And yeah. so we're just going to talk a little bit um, and shoot it. Yep. And uh, I thought. And you know what, Jamie? What, Eric? We're shooting our Scubalon all the way to Atlanta. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was looking at our stats the other day. And our biggest city for listeners mm. is actually Atlanta, followed by Birmingham. So we're we're Mr. Worldwide. Not, well, actually, we are worldwide. We've had some listeners in New Zealand. 
uh, Cambodia, Germany. And so just quick shout out, segue. Shout out to you listeners in other countries. I just yeah. thought that was super cool. What's up, Atlanteans? Dude, we're flinging our scubalon across the globe. Wow. It's like Taco Bell or something. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so anyway, music, 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 music. So we thought we would just talk a little bit. So Eric and I agree a good bit. Phoenix as well when it comes to theology and stuff like this. Um, but... When it comes to music, the three of us have completely different tastes. And so, Eric... Keep I, my music taste <laughs> out your mouth. So I was just curious. So, who who's your... Go, do you have any go-to artists right now that you're listening yes. to? So, there's a couple that have been, like, my go-to, like, since they started creating music. And my number one... They're always they're always my number one, but they're always in my top five on my Spotify rap is Foster the People. Oh, okay. They're the Pumped Up Kicks guys. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. knows them for Pumped Up Kicks, and like, wow, are you like a school shooter? I'm like, no. That was the one thing that went like, actually not the one thing. They had a couple songs go mainline. Dude, they are such an interesting, eclectic band. Hmm. It's kind of like pop electric, but they also, they started off with really indie, kind of indie rock vibes. Yeah. I'm a big indie fan, sadly, Mm. you know. So a lot of the bands that I like, no one's heard of, which makes me so much cooler. Hipster. Um, I yeah, knew them before they were cool. I knew them before they had pumped you up You want to put your beanie on real quick? So yeah. yeah Foster the People's a go-to. This year, though, I've had a couple change-ups. Uh, Steven Sanchez, who is mm-hmm. taking the, the, the world by storm, specifically teenage girls. Dude's got a killer voice. Dude, he is amazing. And listeners, he sings the, if I ever fall in love again, I found her. That song. Um, so yeah, I've been all over him. He has that sort of like forties and fifties swing vibe. Yeah, for sure. So those are my two secular artists. Um, what about you, Jamie? Who do you, who's your go-to? Uh, let's talk secular first because okay. we, we always talk about, you know, about Christian stuff. Um, so there is a band it's, if you like rock me, so I'm a rock guy. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm a rock, hard rock, even still paints his fingernails black, even, even, even heavy metal. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, there is a rock band, they're Canadian. And they're the best rock band you've never heard of. Their name is Big Wreck. Big Wreck, eh? Uh, and they've got this lead singer. It's not fair because he is one of the best lead singers I've ever heard in my life. He mm. sounds like Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, if you guys remember Chris Cornell. Yeah. Um, he sounds like him, only, I, dare I say, even better. I know that'll get me stoned in some circles. Um, he's That would be Pearl Jam. Not, oh, not yeah. But, um, <laughs> Shows you how much I know. <laughs> and then... Um, and then he's also a virtuoso guitarist. Don't they all sound like they're waking up from anesthesia, though? That kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm sorry, I'm done. Um, and so, yeah, so Big Wreck, I just, I love those guys. It's, so it's are they hard a newer rock. band? No, they've been around a long time. Okay. And he had a couple of incarnations of his music. He had Thornley, which was their, like, alt-rock, you know, um, kind of deal. Big Wreck is, is blues-influenced prog okay. hard rock. That's and it's too- just... Too many genres it's, for me. I know, but it's just, it's really, really <laughs> good stuff. And so, I, and I've always loved, you know, like Weezer. And, and I know this is known as like a, a, as like a teeny bopper band, but Panic at the Disco has some really good music. Oh, yeah, Panic Especially at, earlier on. He's gotten better with age, too. Like yeah, his, well, his singing has gotten better. His singing is incredible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there's my favorite all-time album, probably, is is Silverchair's Diorama, if you've ever heard of. Silverchair was, okay, they were like in, a, in like a 90s grunge, and it, they were just kids. They were like 15 when they did that. Yeah. But in, in I think it was the early 2000s, they released released this masterpiece yeah. called Diorama. It's like complete orchestration. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. 
Um, Early Mother Mother is another band that's just, they're incredible mm. to me. Um, so yeah, that, that would be the, the secular artist. Although I'll be honest, dude, I don't listen to a lot of secular music these days. Well, look, if a, if a genre, if a band genre sounds like a teenager's Starbucks order, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. True. So True. they're prog, neo, uh, rap, hip hop, pop, no whip, pop. no whip, no whip. <laughs> yeah, coconut milk, sugar free. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Christian then. So I like Christian music. Um, I dude, I am stuck in 2012 when I got saved, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like early Rick Pino. Okay. Uh, he actually has a new a new album that came out last year that's really good. Um, dude, Misty Edwards, you won't relent. Yeah, that's such a good that, album. Dude, that is one of the that's a that's, great rock yes. album. That, that's dude. it's one of that that album. Is it Relentless? Is yes, that what it's called? You, yes. Yeah, Relentless. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the best rock worship albums ever. Dude, the song "You Won't Relent," the guitar. Yeah, that so is good. Just like, yeah, so grungy. So, so I good. listen to a lot of that. I also, I'm a I'm a big United Pursuit fan. Yeah, I can't. I got saved. Will around. Reagan. Yeah, Will Reagan. Yeah. Uh, I, when I got saved, um, live at the Banks House had just come out. Such a good album, um, yeah. dude. It's really like, good. That's the original set of fire. Like all the songs that have like. I'm not on my they're, unknown to stand. They're just 30, in the living room. They're 13 minutes, but they have two yeah. lines. Yeah, <laughs> which I like. They're the original Maverick City, yeah, but it still yeah. carries it though. <laughs> it totally carries it. Yeah. So I'm into that. And then like as far as like newer artists, like Brandon Lake, man, come yeah. on, that yeah. guy, he's just crushing it. At every so time. I noticed you're you're mentioning almost all worship music. Have you ever listened to non-worship Christian music? Uh, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, this is maybe not going to count, but dude, John Mark McMillan, yeah. his more recent Girl. stuff, it's not worship. It's not really music. worship, it's yeah. him as an artist, a Christian artist. I saw him live a couple dude, years ago. so good, It was good. Man. Holy cow. He has a new album that just came out. I don't know the title of it, but it's really great. It's more worshipy, but it's not a worship album. And then the album before that, oh God, the red album, I'll have to look it up. Dude, it was so yeah, good. It's really good. So so for me, this is where I get a little odd. So when it comes to non-worship Christian music, like I'm a metalhead. Like I grew up on uh, I'm going to date my some of you. You're going to be like, who is he talking Striper. about? Yeah. Striper, <laughs> but even heavier stuff like Deliverance, Tourniquet, Vengeance, yeah. like these old school, like death there's metal a, there's Christian. There's a lot of good heavy Christian music. Well, there's there are bands like Demon Hunter, For Today, Becoming the Archetype. I mean, uh, all of these bands are so stinking good, and they and they are they known. Hold, they hold it up in the metal community just because they're Christian. People are like, yeah, but those guys are incredible. There's there's a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're from uh, Scandinavia, I believe, Sweden. Extol. They are known. And, and now look, listener, before you look up uh, Extol, if you're like looking up some of these bands we're talking about, you need to understand they're scary. Okay. I mean, we're talking about super fast, like the, like the crazy vocals. So I'm just warning you, like, don't look it up. And well, Jamie said it was good. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, your dog dies. Well, if you want something that Eric said was good and you can listen to with your family. Um, no, so John Mark McMillan, he's had like, so Mercury and Lightning, that was- So we're still talking album. about him? Okay. Yes. No, that's That was cool. his first like non-worship album, Borderland sort of, Peopled with Dreams. That's my favorite. And he just came out with one Deep Magic. I just had to say it. It was so Under good. the gaslight, asphalt, <laughs> ceiling fluorescent lights. You, you sound kind of, I don't know who you're trying to sound like, but you sound like the dude from Creed. Yeah. With arms wide open. They kind of have the similar, the her, like the nasal yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah, it was a poor impression. I'm sorry. You know, if you want to sing like Scott Stapp from Creed, all you got to do 
is you do that kind of nasally, you know, sound, but you you end the the line that you sang with a little tag, like Girl. with arms wide open. Like you get out of the at the end. Open. I always heard someone told me it's that like people that Jackson do almost. that can't hold a note. Like they can't hold a note out. Like <laughs> Nah, he's doing it on purpose. Is he doing it on yeah, purpose? It's stylized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because someone was someone that was like can actually sing was like, Yeah, people that do the like that, like ha ha. You know, <laughs> it's because they can't hold that note out pure, you know, and so they have to change the note because their voice is gonna go flat or something on it. So um, something a snobby music person would say. Yeah, yeah. Did you say it, Phoenix? No. Listener, uh, Eric and I have talked about our music, but real quick, Phoenix, you actually have like these crazy indie Christian bands that I've never heard of. As a matter of fact, our theme song <laughs> is a band called Civilized Creature. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. He's, he's probably and one of my shout favorites. Shout out Civilized Creature. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for trusting us with your song. And and the, the song is a banger. He's probably regretting it at yeah. this point. <laughs> we, what was the name of this song? Uh, Father's opening. Arms. Yeah, Father's, Father's Arms. Arms by Civilized Creature. That's our opening. We, so here's how we chose our music. Eric and I were walking <laughs> in the production room and we were talking about doing this podcast and we were talking about the music. We we're like, we need something cool. And then we heard the song. This was song literally playing in the background. Yeah. And Eric was like, dude, this something is, like this. Is this. It. I was like, you're listening to not the sermon right. with, with the music. And I was like, this is this totally is it. it. And, and so, so Phoenix reached out to him. Yeah. yeah. They, they was super, every time I come in the sanctuary and uh, Phoenix is here, I'm like, who's playing this secular music? <laughs> I don't really actually, care, but it's all Christian. Yeah. We had some people on the roof recently working on the roof and they uh they heard like the the, the bass. Yeah. And they were like the, the guy told me he was like it's def- that's definitely not Christian music they're playing in there. But it was. But it was. Some, no, I had the same conversation. I was with someone uh, from our church. They were stopping by and they were like, playing it? you know, he knows that's a sanctuary, right? I mean, whatever. <laughs> I was like, actually, dude, I can bet money that that's Christian music. That oh, yeah, for playing. sure. <laughs> well, here, listener, let's uh, look. We want to hear from you. What, what are some of your favorite Christian secular artists, all the above? We'd love to hear some feedback. So, hey, go to our social media, go to Instagram, Facebook. What else are we on? Eric, are we uh, on, we're on email t- us at TikTok? TikTok. You can email us at notthesermon.com. Yeah. We love hearing from you guys. You guys have been pretty engaged with our social media. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, at not Gmail. Not thesermon, thesermon at gmail.com. But yeah, y'all have been pretty engaged. Yeah. Go and, check us out on TikTok. And though. if you've got a favorite band, let us know because we want to uh, we want to check them out. Yeah, for sure. All right, Sermonauts, we're moving into our next segment, which is How Great Is Our Pod? Sing with me, How Great Is Our Pod? Oh, we'll see how great, how great is our pod? Dang, that was good. See, <laughs> see, if I have headphones and I can hear myself, <laughs> that it's like not some trapped. Backstreet Boys. You see, listener, you need to know that was completely unrehearsed. Yeah. Not practiced. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was doing too much. I didn't know if you were going to sing the theme song or not. So that's cool. So, anyways, how great is our pod? Is when we uh, like sort of spoof on Christian music. And if you don't know this, guys, Jamie has this uncanny gift to first off play anything on the guitar that he hears. You could be like. You know, like he could be listening to a random song on the radio, pick up this guitar, and then play the lead guitar riff on it. Or you could spit out any song from 87 onward. And he, <laughs> yeah. he just randomly, and he's like, well, how does it go? And you could be like, boom, and then he's already, boom, and 
<laughs> on the guitar. So he also can do some pretty good uh, imitations. I can do some decent ones, yeah. And so, especially 90s, 90s rock. Like 90s rock. We, we, ha- we were at this retreat uh, like a month or so ago, and they were like, <laughs> entertain us. Yeah. And they didn't oh, tell boy. us how. And so Jamie's like, well, I could just do impressions the whole time. Well, I think they thought I was going to lead them in worship. Yeah, we just ended up doing hair metal the, right, for like yeah. three hours. It was great. It was, it was fun. And so we're going to bring some of that goodness to our listeners. And what we've done is we have picked three uh, bands that Jamie's pretty good at imitating. And they are uh, uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, Pearl Jam and Smashing Pumpkins. I've heard all three, and they are pretty good. Like you should start a cover band and go to Vegas. You'd have your own uh, your own little showroom there. And we've also picked three easy worship songs that that he could play off the top of our head, off of his head. So, Great Are You, Lord, Gratitude, and Reckless Love. All pretty basic. What we're gonna do is we're gonna put these uh, three songs and these three artists into a re- magic music randomizer, and it is going to select for us uh, what song and what version of the song we're gonna hear. So you ready, Jamo? Mm, let's do it. Hit it. What's our artist gonna be? No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. Stop. Smashing Pumpkins. Let's, let's go. A little Billy Corgan. Okay. I can right, do so that. So we're going to do a Smashing Pumpkins version of Random No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Good answer, Steve. Great Are You Lord. All right. Let's go. So you're, so, you're going to be doing okay. Great Are You Lord okay. in the style <laughs> of Smashing Pumpkins. Of so Smashing good. Pumpkins. Uh, okay. Let's this is, do this. I feel like it's a pretty good mashup. Yeah, I think it'd be good. And you do a great Smashing Pumpkins voice, too. <laughs> going to be interesting. Um, you're not going to be able to talk for the rest of the day, probably. I was about to say, I'm about to shred my voice, listener. But um, just keep your mic where it is. I'll use mine for your guitar. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so... Great are you, Lord. So you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness. Great are you, Lord, is your breath. Okay. All right. All right. Let's try this. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness. You give hope, you restore. You guys need to see his face. <laughs> that is broken. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise. It's your breath. We pour out our praise to you, only. <laughs> Dre, I Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dre, I Was that? That was was great, dude. That was (laughs) incredible, dude. Listeners, you missed out on half the show seeing the facial expression. It's the only way I can I can do it. You got to get into character. 
I, I just keep seeing him in that music video where he's like wearing the black sweater and he keeps doing this weird stuff with his Is hands. That- <laughs> Despite all my rage, yeah, I'm yeah. still just rattling the cage. Now, like, and what's the one he's in the cars at 1979? 1979, so I was in a band in high school with my brother, um, hashtag last flight out, hashtag, hashtag uh uh, terrible Christian rock. The plane um, has landed. That's well. It was like, will you take the last flight out? It was yeah. evangelical. Like, are you? Will you be saved when Jesus mm. comes back? And um, we used to do that. Like we we did we did this little thing called Jesus Loves Me. Uh, the song Jesus Loves Me. This I know. Yeah. But we did it in. Uh, we did it country. We did it um, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> nice. We did it uh, heavy metal. Like oh, like Jesus. You know, yeah. like seeing the cookie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the Cookie Good. Monster vocals. <laughs> Um, we would do like a um, a Green Day version of it. Don't it wanna be in America. Yeah. yeah, it was it was so so yeah. <laughs> so we started doing that, and it, people really liked it. So we just kept. Dude, we need to write a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers worship song. It doesn't have to make sense. No. <laughs> Me walking through the valley of the shadow of the death. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're gonna worship have, Jesus. have you seen that simulator on online where they like it's like a smash? Uh, uh, oh, the, Red AI. Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, 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 but like it's, it's nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. And it's so true. It's like, yeah, <laughs> cornbread on a stick in a field now. <laughs> it's like what people hear when they hear Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. That guy is hilarious, man. He just did the he just did all the Christmas songs too recently where he ruined Mariah Carey's. Oh yeah. Songs. Yeah. Now it's AI it's where much. where they're having people sing yeah. in like, Gosh, you know, songs so they never funny, sang. Man. So crazy stuff. Well we'll have to do that again. That was so much fun. We need to write a song. You guys like our our written songs. Where where else? So we did uh Pour Your Honey on Me Lord. That was the one that we actually wrote originally. Right. And then it's we did the, the Calvinist Christmas Carols. Christmas Carols. So maybe next time for How Great Is Our Pod, we'll write another worship song. Yeah, it'll be super fun. Cool. Hey, Sermonauts, this is Jamie. Hey, would you take a moment and subscribe to the podcast? When you subscribe to us, it lets your platform know that we're gaining in popularity and it will suggest our podcast to other listeners. Thanks, guys. All right, listeners, we are doing a uh, our new segment. We sound like an airline flight attendant. All right. All right, passengers, please remember you can't save others unless have a you good day. save yourself. Have a good day. Yeah, have a, have good, a day. good day. Have a good day. All right. Please watch your heads on the overhead department. <laughs> compartments. Um, so anyways, I can't, I just can't say anything today without getting roasted, Jamie. Yeah. It's okay. I'm Why'd gonna, you say that like hold that, on, Eric? Guess what I'm doing. Uh, Phoenix, I want you to narrate what I'm doing right now. Uh, I, I can't. Cranking up the I can't. Heat. We, cranking we would have up to the edit heat it. on Jamie. Um, anyways, so we are going to do our new segment. We've done it one other time. It's hey, called we made the best Houston, We Have a Question. Um, uh, Houston, we uh, have a question. Um, so the uh, these questions are from our listeners. And so recently we've been asked, uh, 
Is it okay for Christians to listen to secular music? Mm. What if we just said no? No. What if we just spent this whole thing saying no after having no. talked about the secular music we like? <laughs> no. Now play the play. We the, can pastors play the can. music. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Uh, so it depends. Um, so I firmly believe that music is a spiritual medium. In other words, uh, uh, so like you hear. Reader? Well, you yeah. hear you hear music with your ears, right? It, it's audible. What you see TV with your eyes your and eyes you hear it, and, but on, but me, music. Music you hear with your ears? But I already said that. Oh. <laughs> but I believe you perceive music with your spirit. Yeah. And and and, I, and there's biblical evidence for this. There's a really funny uh, passage. It's 2 Kings 3.15. Uh, there's a prophet who's being asked to give a prophetic word for three kings. He doesn't want to do it. He's like, nah, not going to do it. He goes, but I do regard you one of the three kings. So, okay, someone bring me a musician. And when he brings... A musician, it says the spirit of the Lord falls on him and he prophesies. It's interesting. Um, I can't remember if it's Elijah or Elisha. I think it's Elisha. He prophesies at will mm. once music plays, mm. even though he doesn't want to. You also see David when he's playing the harp with Saul. Uh, when David played the harp, um, it says that, uh, or the lyre, it says that um, the, the the demon left Saul. Yeah. Uh, and so music, I firmly believe music is a spiritual medium. So because of that, I I tell people it's really, really important what music you listen to. I do not believe that music is spiritually neutral. Yeah. And and you you know this, like you've probably heard like a version of a worship song on the radio and you're like, eh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then you've heard the same worship song, same chord structure, same lyrics, Someone else does it and it just hits you right upside the head, right? You're yeah. crying. You're having this moment with the Lord. What's the difference? Music can can carry spiritual messages. And if it's true in the positive, that means it can be true in the negative. Yeah. If you believe that you play worship music around your house and the presence of the Lord can move in and be there in your house, you also must believe that if you listen to non-Christian music and the wrong spirit is on that music, it can usher in the wrong spirit. I say, dude, when I, when I listen to the Beastie Boys, it makes me want to punch <laughs> a kindergartner. So I'm not. So I shouldn't listen to Insane Clown Posse anymore. No, no, I would not recommend recommend them uh, at all. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that that's so. First of all, that's my first point: is that music is spiritual, and to act like it's not is mm. is disingenuous uh, or ignorant. I mean, yeah. it, it is. Now, with that said, does that mean you can't listen to clean secular music? Uh, you know, at times in moderation. No, I mean you can listen to that at times. I I I do. Uh, I'm very careful, and when I feel the Lord just kind of nudge me, like, okay, you need to, you need to get off of this and and and, and begin to feed yourself spiritually, um, then I, then I obey. Yeah. There is some music. So think about it like this: there's some music that fills you spiritually. There's some music that's neutral spiritually, and there's some music that drains you spiritually. Yeah. Uh, and so you got to make sure that that you're on the, in the plus column, you got to make sure that yeah. you're being filled more than you're, than you're just coasting or, or being drained. And so look, there are bands 
I, I, like I said, I said earlier in the podcast, I, I love heavy music. There's a lot of heavy music that's not good to listen to. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of bands that I grew up on. I love their music, st- stuff like Alice in Chains or um, uh, um, Avenged Sevenfold. I, musically, I really like those bands, mm-hmm. but I can't. I just can't listen to them. Yeah. If I do, I'll listen in small amounts, uh, and it's and it's it's kind of like the way I would treat maybe dessert. If you eat dessert after every meal and constantly, you're not going to be healthy. So, I can't do that. So what no. about yeah, the Phoenix eats cakes? What would you consider <laughs> Holland Oats? Holland Oats, terrible. <laughs> I would consider them terrible. I think they're pop masterminds. They're, actually, they're awful. I um, think you're out of touch, but I'm out of yeah, time. Yeah. So the, I mean, you made a couple of really good points, <laughs> Jamie. You know about secular because I, you know, music was has was a struggle for me early on in my faith. Now, now, you know, obviously, I kind of share similar thoughts on it as well and try to, you know, keep a balance and, you know, fill myself with wholesome Christian music. Um, but there's been a problem because like, there's a lot of people that don't like CCM. Right. Or, you know, right. like mainstream Christian so CCM music. being contemporary Christian music. Yeah. Like right. I, dude, I don't, my wife loves like K-Love, Way FM. That radio, I Christian radio. I don't, dude. Yeah. And so it's- Well, because, and let me just say this, it's because it's musically boring. Yeah, like the lyrics are good, some of the melodies are good, but musically, like it's it's very stripped down, four chords, very simple, very repetitive. Yeah, Cookie cutter. Yeah, yeah it's, well, it's like you know, kind of like soccer mom music. You know, no offense if you are listening <laughs> to that outside of our podcast. Um, but yeah, it's struggle, and so I have actually been in the pursuit of like you mentioned earlier in the podcast. Christians that make music, yeah. not Christian music. Right. You know, right. I like that because you can, it doesn't feel cheesy. It doesn't feel like everything's constantly, you know, Chris Tomlin, you know, and, right. and you get some other, not necessarily worldly themes, but life themes yeah. from their music yeah. instead of everything just being the God of Angel Armies. <laughs> well, that song does not get me pumped at all. And there are a lot of artists that are doing that. You know, John Foreman, who's the lead singer for Switchfoot, oh, has done a lot of really good kind of modern day psalms and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, kind of folksy, very different than Switchfoot, which is a rock, hard rock band. Yeah. Um, and, and then you've got, you know, and some of these guys, they get a little too progressive theologically for me. Yeah. But maybe. you look like Gunger. Um, Gunger's earlier albums, the first couple, Ghosts Upon the Earth is like, it's genius level music, musicianship. Um, and they've kind of gone off the rails theologically uh, as of late. Uh, his brother is a part of a band called The Brilliance. Brilliance. Oh my oh, gosh. Dude, so good. The, the album Brother by The Brilliance, they have yeah. a song called Breathe. I, it, it literally brought me to tears the first time I heard it. Yeah. Um, and so... There are artists out there that are musically interesting and spiritually engaging. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, that's just the, the key, as with anything, the key is walking in the Spirit. Yeah. Keeping in step with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what do you want me to listen to today? And yeah. sometimes he's going to be like, look, you've got to pour your pour worship into you. Other times he's like, look, have fun. Listen to what you want to. And if pour you, your honey on me, If Lord. you find like good <laughs> albums, and, and we have this culture in youth because we always talk about music and stuff like that. Um, like share it with other people, yeah. buy their music, support them, go to their concerts, yeah. like pay for their music so yeah. they can keep making the good music. Like when I find, I have a, a, like a playlist on my Spotify that I share with students. I'm like, this is, I think it's called not your mom's Christian music or something. There's like, <laughs> a, like 20 of those plays, but I have one in particular mm-hmm. and I share that with kids all the time. I'm like, look, this is music 
that is made by Christians, but is actually good. Yeah. And and whatever, listener, whatever genre of music you like, there is going to be good Christian music with that genre. You might have to like it's not going to be on the radio, though. Like you're going to have to like find it and you can and, you know, you can find a a Christian who's into music who can make recommendations. But there is going to be good Christian music out there. It's just not as readily available. You got to go searching. When when the kids in my youth group were going through the Christian rap phase, (laughs) shoot me, dude. Dude, I'm not a rap fan at all. I'm not, but I will tell you, and this is old school, okay? But there's an album by Grits called The Art of Translation. <laughs> to me, it's one of the all, it's, it's the my life be like, ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, that album is so good boy, all the way through. Boy, I'm from that The Carter Three era. My millennials know what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> the Carter Three. But don't go and listen to that album. <laughs> That's Lil Wayne. That oh, yeah. Was, that oh, was huge when I was in high school. Yeah, rap and country. I, I don't know I much about that. those. Yeah, I'm not a, like, I don't like mainstream country. I do like sort of fringe alt country, though. I'm a, yeah. I don't like the, or some of the old school stuff. Guy, like, that guy's trash. But, <laughs> like Jason Isbell, there's a couple others that do do a good job with it. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. But yeah, so that's, that's my answer. Can a Christian listen? It, it's kind of like alcohol. Can't, uh, we, we answered that not too long ago. Mm. Can a Christian listen to secular music? Yes. What should you do? You should fill yourself spiritually. Look, if the music you listen to makes you want to pour some drink in your cup, <laughs> you don't need to be listening to it. And that's straight from the pastor's mouth. Let's go. Red solo cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a fun song, though. It is. Oh, it it is. Let's have a party. <laughs> like, there ain't nothing like some old Toby Keith. Come on. That's like the CCM of country music right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're bringing in another one of our music segments called Weird Worship. Weird Worship. And uh, so we've, we've talked about a couple of weird, we've talked about weird lyrics, um, songs. We've talked about flagging on yeah. an episode. Yeah. And so uh, this time, uh, me and Jamie and probably Phoenix are going to share our weirdest worship experience. <laughs> and so I'm going to start this off, guys. Um, so a couple years ago, I was with our administrative pastor. We were going to a... Uh, a global awakening conference, which is like a Randy Clark, More Bill Johnson. Lord. Yeah, it's it's not tame at all. It's <laughs> definitely. And at the time, it was it was I don't know. It was just, it's a very charismatic experience. Um, and so we're going down there, and it was hosted at a uh, I think it's like a Cuban American church. It's mm-hmm. pretty pretty popular down in South Florida. Um, and at the time, I was like, this was a long time ago. So I was like, you know still deconstructing and I was yeah, like, you're still struggling with was, some of the spirit filled stuff, right? I was right? still struggling with like charismatic stuff. And so they, so Jamie's answer to that was sending me to the most charismatic <laughs> place I've ever been to in my life. Send them to the Cubans. They'll take care of them. Um, pretty much. And so anyways, <laughs> it, what, what do they call that? Exposure therapy? Exposure <laughs> yeah, therapy. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it was. And so uh, we get there and, and things were fairly, you know, par for the course, like during the day. But at night, some of that <laughs> night. Sun went down. Yeah, when the sun went down, dog, <laughs> I experienced some things that I have not seen since wow. inside of a church building. Um, and so we we walk in there and the whole place is like uh it's dark, but the stage is really lit up with like rope lights. It was it had a cool vibe to it. Um and there's probably I would say there's about a thousand people um in there with us, I would say, close to a thousand. 
And all of a sudden, um, the worship just starts breaking out. And the worship was in Spanish the whole time anyways, mm-hmm. because it was mainly a Spanish area. Gloria al Dios. Now, what was he saying? What's that guy's name that always does worship with? Uh, he reminds me of Paul New- or Randy Newman. <laughs> the the guy that follows global. Oh, uh, I don't know. Anyways, uh, uh, he has like a really Randy Newman. You got a friend in me, but he was singing in <laughs> Spanish, which was cool. Anyways, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, there these rings drop down from the ceiling, like, and then people <laughs> climb up on them. <laughs> And they are ring dancing during worship, wow. like Cirque du Soleil. It's like a Vegas show. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, now everything was modest, right? But they were they were ring dancers dancing in the rings during worship. Wow. And then these ribbons fall down from the ceiling, <laughs> and these ladies start doing ribbon dancing. Wow. And I'm like, dude, a Baptist would would turn themselves inside out right now. Did you have plenty of one dollar bills to give? Dude, I was fresh out, dog. I was fresh Jeez. out. Um, I mean, but you one would think. Um, so they there's ring dancing, there's ribbon dancing. We're singing, um, Ben, Ben, Espiritu Santo, Ben. <laughs> And like, and it's just this crazy thing. Wait, who's Ben? No, yeah, <laughs> actually means come, Holy Spirit. Oh. Um, in Spanish. But anyways, and then in the middle of worship, everybody's sweaty, and you're not even doing anything, but you just get sweaty from being there because that's what's just supposed watching. to happen. Just from what? Because you're nervous they might fall. Well, I feel like you're like this is what like what what downtown in Cuba would be like, man. Like it's like everybody's shirts automatically. If you were in a button-down shirt, like three buttons come undone, your chest hairs start poking out, so and everybody's pull, like pull cigars dancing. out, dude. Then they they start doing this Jewish dance in the middle of the thing. Like, I don't even know what it was, but it sounded like the Hafa Tequila song. And there's just this Jewish dancing. Can can. <laughs> but you can't. Well, I was there and I was like, I want to be offended at this, but I have to join them. And so Cynthia, <laughs> the, one of the people I went down with, has a video of me sweating in the circle, it. I've seen it. dancing with these people who we were Jew. Everybody was Jewish and Cuban that day. <laughs> it was racism solved. <laughs> so that was awesome. my that was my weird worship experience. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mine mine would actually be something that I did. Uh, it, it, I was, was it, leading, uh, leading worship with your pants unzipped. Uh, no, I haven't done that. I only preached with my pants yeah. unzipped. Eric, you should know that. Uh, yeah, no, I was leading worship at a women's conference years and years ago. That is weird. And uh, how odd. And um, right before we started, listener, you need to know something. I, I'm getting better. The Lord has helped me with self control, but I don't do so well around food that I like. I just, I just down it. <laughs> I just like, I, it's just like, you know, I get in front of a buffet, I just start shaking. Like, it's going to go down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at, at this women's conference, they had just put out this, like, beautiful, pristine tray of Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. Ooh, they know how to banquet. And, golden and, nugs. And I need the little box with eight or 12 just for, for portion control. <laughs> there, was, there was a mound. Ooh. There was a mound of chicken nuggets. And so Praise I'm just, him. I'm talking with people and, and, and whatever. So I'm just popping them, right? Just popping those nuggies, little cheeky nuggies. He's putting them in his pocket, y'all. And and <laughs> I don't know how many I had, but uh, so I, uh, <laughs> so, so I, um, I, 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 I get up on stage and right as I'm getting up on stage about to greet people, it hits me oh, no. like I'm like my stomach is so full. Not like full, like, not like, comfortably full, yeah. but uncomfortably full. Yeah. And so There's I'm nothing you can do. When you so, get on stage. I t- so I told him I, I was honest. I was like, look, 
I just downed a ton, maybe even, maybe even dozens of chicken nuggets, and uh, I'm gonna do my best, but I can barely breathe. Yeah. Uh, so if I stop singing, you guys just take and they laughed and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it went. I I I, uh, I I made my way through it. Then, and this is crazy. Then I had a CD. I, I had some some music CDs. Uh, CDs, if y'all remember those. Yeah, compact discs. Compact discs. Uh, and I was giving one away. I'd seen this done at concerts before. Hey, the first person to get up to the front of the stage, I'll give you the, my my worship CD. And this lady oh takes off running, goes around the side, and busts it so Ooh. hard. Oh my gosh, I felt. Did you give Terrible. Uh, I don't even remember. I, th- I repressed the rest of what happened, yeah. but but I'm pretty sure I gave her one. But but yeah, it was bad, dude. That's I mean, so it was there was no like the arm did not break the fall. She like it was face oh, first. She showed some restraint. <laughs> well, it was my music, Eric. Yeah. So Paul you know, written a chapter regional, about that. regionally renowned, regionally renowned. Uh, but yeah, so that was all in one yeah. worship. <laughs> and wouldn't that be a weird like niche to get into if you are a worship leader, like women's conferences yeah like oh, dude you can't get any good gigs man. but you just get women's conferences dude dude i've done a lot of worship for women's conferences they're incredible yeah there's yeah. so much fun to leave. guys you have to be like come on guys let's sing just be men and the women you just sing a song and they're like worshiping the lord with all that they are it's yeah. awesome well it's kind of like like if you're like a youth speaker and you can't break out of the d now circuit oh yeah you know? yeah yeah, <laughs> like yeah. A, it's that's now. it that's a career, it's career now <laughs> yeah it's like it's almost like getting friend zone you're like he's good but he's just a d now uh, he's always gonna be uh, youth <laughs> Camp worship. Yeah. Oh man, that's great. I think it's funny. Me and Jamie have probably been to more women's conferences than most women have. That's true. Which is like, <laughs> no, it's true. It's kind of a funny thought. No, it's um, true. Did you know it's a party when you're about to, when you see someone break out a shofar? Mm. I've been at churches. I've been at churches. I've been guilty of it, dude. You have a shofar. I've seen it. I have a shofar, bro. And I was at a church, uh, like a super charismatic prophetic church one time. And, uh, dude, people were blasting shofars. It was like a three-day revival thing. I was young, y'all. I was young. And, uh, dude, I saw, they're like, these people have their shofars. I'm bringing mine. But the thing is, they had those little clamshells. I got that, dude. I got, I got that trumpet, dog. I got that absolute <laughs> trumpet. It's a miss. It's the bazooka of shofars. I was blasting that thing in the back. Dude, like Ten feet long. Ed, dude, all the, like, the hippies, the prophetic hippies were like, <laughs> when I started playing that thing, it was great. That was awesome. So I, was pro- I was probably a part of a weird worship experience. For someone yeah. else. Someone else was probably telling dude us- with the shofar. Yeah, someone's telling a story about you right now, <laughs> for sure. Shofars are cool. I've, I've been in experiences where like it was really profound. The spirit of the Lord was strong. It was just really cool. I've also been in situations where it was like you can stop that now. Yeah, well, it's like oh, yeah. like flags. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah, it's like I, a tambourine. It can it be can't, misused really it, easily. It's, it's usually not just okay. It's usually yeah. really good or <laughs> really bad. bad. I've yeah. seen people use tambourine. Tambourines like nunchucks, like <laughs> the people that bring the tambourines like, never are never good though. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. It's like if, they, if they could play it in time and <laughs> tastefully, like I wouldn't even care if yeah. you brought a someone showed up recently with a tambourine at church, yeah. and and I and I saw her and I said, hey, 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 just so you know. The praise team is the only that one here. that plays we don't do that instruments. <laughs> Our security team, we've got a tambourine and I'll tackle her. We're going to need yeah. to take her down. Take I, her out. I, I put the tambourine people with the flag people, for sure. <laughs> what does that out. mean? No one, the, the people that bring worship flags. Oh, yeah. And they just start doing it without even considering other people. People yeah. do tambourines like that same way. They're like, look, you are not on time. Yeah, I have a strict no tambourine policy at any time. Flags I allow at certain times, but tambourines, no. What about maracas? 
No. You saw some maracas. <laughs> no. Only at that church in South Florida you went yeah, to. Yeah, what about a Mongolian throat singing? That uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Can just really it's not it's not as loud. Can really connect with the Lord with Mongolian throat singing. Well, guys, thanks for listening to our musical episode. Again, hey, if you liked this, please share it with your friends. Um, if you, whatever platform you're listening to on, uh, Spotify, Podbean, yeah, check um, us out. Apple, Apple Podcast, yeah. It, every time you rate us, every time you review us, it really helps. It 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 lets them share the podcast it with makes other people. My, br- my the size of my head grow a little bit bigger every day when I see those statistics show up in my email page. <laughs> every time you like it, an angel gets twings. Oh, That's true. You go. That's great. That's true. Every time you don't listen to our podcast, an orphan in the world loses his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful, Eric. Thank and you. And you don't want that to happen. No, we don't. <laughs> All right, guys. We all have a great day. Yeah, we'll see you later on Not, Not the, the Sermon. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Victory Fellowship Church in Thomasville, Georgia. Eric and Jamie can be reached at emailing notthesermon at gmail.com.